I'm Dave Peters, and I'm always right. Now, if releasing a publication uh, about murdering your husband is a crime, why can OJ write a book about killing and get away with it? Yes, 71-year-old Nancy Crampett found guilty of killing her husband after writing a book about it. Sounds like a great precedent to get OJ back in court. Who the hell am I? Fake Clay Thompson got himself past security onto the court during NBA Finals pregame warm-up. He's caught banned for life from the arena. Not before making well-paid security feel really fucking dumb. Golden State took the finals, embarrassing the shit out of the Celtics. Fauci gets to Rona. Yes, Anthony Fauci, that one, not your classmate at Catholic school. Fauci receiving strong criticism from conservatives nearly immediately after the announcement. Between this, Biden falling off his bike, gas prices, and gun legislation, I feel like Donald Trump is playing a choose-your-own-adventure on the world. All choices leading to his next presidency. Health officials looking to change the monkeypox name because of its strong ties to Africa. It's an outbreak of virus currently hits the world. Probably try to come up with something intimidating like pox virus 6. How about something simple though like not the monkeypox, you say with a wink. Mo money for Ukraine. Yes, another billion dollars for Ukraine. And Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. Great job. If you think they care, they don't. George Washington University to drop the Colonial's name. New name not announced yet, but it would be really fun if it was changed to, say, the Washington Seminoles. Honoring those harmed by colonials. Like an ironic virtue signal. Vince McMahon, owner of the WWE, stepping down from his position. He allegedly had an affair and paid some hush money. Hush money, which I guess worked till now. Maybe President Biden was onto something after all. Infrastructure in America seems to be so bad, even our national parks are falling apart. Portions sinking in, closing some areas for the summer. Instead of old yeller, kids will have to settle for dads falling asleep drunk holding the hose in the inflatable pool.
A gift to the politically incorrect, Father's Day and Juneteenth, happening on the same day. I hope I'm not the only one that noticed that. Pride Night at Fenway Park brought out the drag queens, as if the Red Sox needed an extra night to be gay. Pretty redundant, guys. And sex dolls turned influencers. It's a thing now. Anyone using a sex doll has already been influenced, so it's a natural oddness. Look. I've got my share of relationship issues, but following a blow-up doll on social media is just way too far. Have some self-respect, man. All right, as we record this, I am hoping that I will one day be able to breathe through my nose again. Um, I don't know if it's uh, going to be possible or not. I'm having some difficulties. I've uh, been relatively sick for about two weeks. And listen, if you think I'm crazy, I'm not. I had the encounter with the Russian woman at the bar. I've been sick ever since. Is it a coincidence? No. Somebody find her. Somebody help me. I don't know what's going on. I haven't had allergies like this in my life. Ever. I'm blaming her or the chemtrails. Uh, How do you randomly just all of a sudden become allergic to stepping outside? Someone answer me. Please. If 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 you have an answer... But you probably don't. Oh, man. It's been an interesting uh, week. We had another shooting at a church, Presbyterian church. Two dead. Uh, more violence. Um, New York City, we had a, people shooting at each other. We have cops getting attacked and killing people which is i mean you got good that's that's the good part they still have guns oh man it's a crazy world i've been really thinking way too much about stuff sometimes i wish my mind would just stop thinking and it seems so hard sometimes it's like it's like a problem it just literally hurts so much like i can't stop the thoughts I can see why people turn to drugs, though, to calm themselves. Or whatever they turn to, alcohol. Uh, I mean, I used to smoke a bunch of weed. I stopped, and I'm not going to probably pick it up. If they make edibles like legal where I am, I might partake from time to time. I stopped by this... CBD store and got these hemp Charlotte's web from the Stanley brothers. I got one free sample. Um, Shout out to uh, my, my guy. Actually I'm shouting someone out that I forgot where I got those from. (laughs) I'll get back to you on those. 
But the CBD stuff I kind of like. I mean, it doesn't get me high, which I like. I don't want to get a head high. If I can get physically relaxed, I'm pretty much all for it. I just want I just want to be relaxed. I want my mind to rest. It's just so much. I want to put my phone down more. I don't want to see things. I don't want to be exposed to so many opinions anymore. I'm just becoming so fed up with what so many people have to say. It's just like so annoying. And if you're listening going, well, what makes you so important? I'll tell you what makes me in my voice important. I'm an influencer. I'm smarter than you. No, I'm just kidding. Let me explain my perspective and, and, and why I chose to bring a point of view to the world and why I think that's important in all seriousness. Grew up with an adopted sister. She was older than me. Um, it's a little different than uh, upbringing than a lot of other people. Now, adoptions become very common, but I mean, it's few and far in between where I uh, encounter people similar to myself. I, I, I don't think I've. I don't know if I I don't recall ever meeting someone with an older adopted sibling of a different nationality. Um, But yeah, that kind of highly affected my uh, ways of the world. Um, I've been poor. I've been broke. I've, only lived in New York State, but I lived in the hood. I lived in a low-class area, middle-class area. Lived in apartments and houses. Um, I've had jobs. Gone to school. Worked in media. I've worked regular jobs, labor jobs, sales jobs, restaurants. I, I have quite a bit of experience. I've seen a lot. I think I have a lot to bring to the table to help you open your eyes to certain things. And if not, do go fuck yourself, plain and simple. You don't have to listen. Probably listening already for a reason. And I'm glad. You can have a voice too. I invited you along to have a voice with me. Nonetheless. We're here. Um... I'm glad you're listening to me and don't listen to bullshit. You're probably like me where you're getting really fed up with people's opinions. It's just too much stuff to the social media. I just want to, I just want to delete it, but I can't, you know, like I've slowed it down quite a bit. Like people are just dumb, man. People just fill time. I I started, (coughs) excuse me there I go I'm about to perish (sighs) I love my son just tell him I love him (coughs) good God 
Um, yeah, so I was doing, um, reading like Reddit stuff, which I'm not an active Reddit user. There's some things that attract me to it, but it's, dude, it's, it's, it's like those letters that people used to write to the newspapers, like just filled with bullshit. Like, it's like, just like, like a community of topics on shit. Uh, people are pretty interesting. I've been looking at this one for relationships. Um, somebody wrote, girlfriend bought separate flight home on vacation. And then they were looking for like support and advice from other people. Here's one response. I think that's super weird. Definitely an independent mindset. Also weird, she wouldn't recommend you book the cheaper flight as well. It would probably bother me enough to at least ask her about it. Someone else writes, that action screams that she wanted space, but I wouldn't disregard that action. Another response, that's incredibly weird. I assume you all booked your tickets at the same time. To be honest, I find it a bit odd you didn't book together so you could sit next to each other. Why wouldn't she tell you when you were booking? I also think it's weird that she didn't book round trip with the second airline, assuming she flew there with you. I would definitely bring it up and ask her why she didn't tell you before you got to the airport. You might not like that response, but better to know sooner than later. So now everyone's dear fucking Abby. <sighs> Man. It's just, there's just so much nonsense out there. Here's one. I, 28-year-old male, told my girlfriend, 22-year-old female, she's my favorite person, and now I feel ashamed. <laughs> I just had an incredible weekend with my girlfriend of over two months. We shared a lot of exciting and emotionally intimate experiences, and it made me feel very close and connected to her. Towards the end of our time together, she was lying in my arms in bed and I looked into her eyes and said, I love you, and you're my favorite person. She seemed a bit shocked that she's my favorite. Really, she asked. Like even more than your parents? I told her that I meant it, and that my sentiments came from a very real place. I've told her several times before that I love her. She seems to be accepting of what I said, but she's definitely the slower one of the two of us when it comes to emotions. I'm not sure about you guys, but I often feel embarrassed or ashamed after bearing my heart like this. Is it normal to feel this way? And should I have held back on telling her? Uh, I recently expressed how much I love my girlfriend and now feel embarrassed because of how surprised she was. Here's a response. Two months is a very short time. You don't know how each other behaves in various situations. Holidays, family, conflicts, stress, moods, disappointments, successes. Having someone say I love you multiple times would scare me a bit because I don't think they really know me after only eight weeks and I don't know them. He's also six years older than her. Love bombing her two months in. 
It's also her first serious relationship. Really hope these red flags are only in my head. Another another response. Dude, it's been just over two months. Calm down. Oh, man. It makes me actually kind of think about my own relationship, which seems to be uh, struggling very much so right now. Um, I guess my um, wife, current wife, question mark, um, moved pretty quick. But uh, I don't really think I regretted any of it. Just kind of happened. Sometimes you just go with the flow. That's how I feel anyway. You got to do what's best for you. Sometimes what you think is right in the moment turns out to be wrong later. Those decisions happen. But you... It's best to own what you did. Complete ownership. (coughs) (coughs) You know, Father's Day was the other day. A lot of single dads out there, for whatever reasons, they're they're all various. The one thing you don't want to be is a deadbeat dad. people took more ownership of their decisions in the world probably would be much better off but yeah reddit's out there I once put up a reddit about um, it was a Tarantino thing Quentin Tarantino the director I have a theory and, and I'm going to Tell the theory here. My theory is Brad Pitt's character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is related to Kurt Russell's character in Death Proof. And I want to say in Death Proof at some point, I forget what these characters actually, their names are at the moment. Um, Kurt Russell says his character says that his daddy was a stuntman and there's like a whole Tarantino verse where things are connected and that's kind of the basis of my theory I don't know if it's any good or not but I could probably try to find some more substantial evidence if I wanted to be a bit more nerdy about it But, (coughs) excuse me, I cannot. Yeah, so, most opinions are stupid, most people are dumb. Back after this. Alright, as we're recording this, the New York Yankees, my favorite baseball team, so if you don't like them and you hate them, 
maybe you don't want to hear this, but you probably, if you're even somewhat familiar with baseball, you probably know this stuff anyway. They're having an incredible season. Uh, They're on the brink of being 50 and 17, which is truly amazing. Um, I just want to take some time to kind of go over what it is that they're accomplishing here. Aaron Judge has a 305 batting average. It's 25 home runs currently with 50 RBIs. His on base percentage is 382 and he has 75 hits. That's in 64 games played. 246 at-bats. Ah, man. I love it. I don't know how you can watch these guys and not be enthused. I guess if you hate them, if you're a Red Sox fan. The Yankees are in the first place in the American League East, and they currently have the best record in all of baseball. Looking at the uh, the pitchers, Nestor Cortez has 1.94 ERA. It's amazing. Clay Holmes, closer, 0.28. Oh my gosh. Watching these guys play is amazing. I, I mean, I feel like a little kid again. Watching the uh, best of uh, the Yankees in my lifetime that I've seen the best team, which would be the, I guess, you know, the various forms of the, uh, what, 94 to 2004, I guess, was is that area, era, under Joe Torre. And then they got it again in 09. I mean, 17 was supposed to be another great year. It was obviously stolen by the Houston Astros. And, uh, yeah, it's looking good, man. It's fun. If you like sports and baseball, watch a Yankees game. The Mets are doing pretty well as well. And as so are the Dodgers. Um, it doesn't really get much better than this in terms of fun baseball. Um, going back, we're going to go over these. Anthony Rizzo, 18 home runs, 55 hits. Wow. I mean... 
Giancarlo Stanton, 14 home runs. Gleyber Torres, 13 home runs. I still can't get over Aaron Judge having 75 hits. Oh my gosh. Gleyber Torres, 55 hits. Isaiah Kainer-Falefa, new to the team and a great acquisition. 57 hits. 57 hits. He has the second most behind uh, Aaron Judge, who's sitting at 75 hits. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's just a great all-around team. I mean, even DJ LeMahieu, who's who's basically backup, 55 hits, six home runs. Kyle Higashioka, 18 hits, four home runs. Jeez. Matt Carpenter, eight hits. Jameson Tayon. I said his name wrong. ERA two seventy. Garrett Cole three thirty three. Jordan Montgomery two seventy two. Nestor Cortez one ninety four. Luis Severino three twenty seven. Clay Holmes twenty eight. Michael Kane two forty one. Wendy Peralta, 2.52. Miguel Castro, 435. Lucas Lutij, 3.86. So, let's go, Yankees. I actually don't, so I still, I'm betting sports a little bit, not as much as I was, um, just because I'm up and I'm trying to stay up. Um, and I mean, it seems like you would have a great percentage of betting on the Yankees right now with their record, about to be 50 and 17. I mean... Even simple math will tell you your uh, odds in your favor. Now, that means that if you're going to bet, you know, money line or, you know, over under or um, plus or minus points, you might lose some here and there because they are so heavily favored. But throw throw some money, same, same game parlays, you know, throw it on an over, throw it on an under, throw it to win. You can win yourself some money. Um, it's an easy way to make, you know, 40 bucks if you need an extra 40 bucks. Don't go crazy and play out of your means, but uh, it seems smart. Now, that being said, I don't do this because I have a really strange superstition about the Yankees. Um, about not just the Yankees, about my teams that I watch, which are the Yankees, Knicks, um, now the Rangers uh, and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <coughs> so my superstition 
is this. If I'm not watching a game and I check the score and the Yankees are winning nine times out of ten, I will not turn that game on. I just don't want to be the mush that makes them win. I don't want to bring outside energy in and 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 watch them, you know, give a game away, which actually happened to me um, on Father's Day where they were up like 8-2 against the Blue Jays, and then the Blue Jays came back, and then they won the game. And it, it was makes me feel terrible because I feel like I'm responsible for the loss, which obviously I'm not. But I don't know that I could be, you know. I could have some strange energy uh, that is, was bringing them down. I don't know. But I walked in on a game, and they were up, and then I should have walked out immediately, but I didn't. I knew it was not a good idea, but I thought they were going to pull it out. They've been playing so well, but they ended up giving it away. Um, so on the other side, if they're down and I check the score and I can tune in, then I tune in either watching or listening. Um, and you know, that tends to work for me too. It's weird. It's why I kind of stick with it. Um, you know, I, I get a little crazy with the jerseys, uh, you know, I won't wear a jersey if it, if they're on a losing streak and I had it on when they lost and then, you know, shit like that. Um, yeah. So I've been missing a bunch of games where I've been like reading about them nonstop. They've had such a strong win streak. I think they won, it was... They won like 16 out of 18 games or something like that. Um, their home record is like perfect. I think it's 13 in a row at home they've won at the time of this recording. Something in that area. I mean, they're just, this is top-notch baseball and Aaron Judge He's looking for a contract at the end of the year, and I hope they throw all the money in the world at him to make him a Yankee permanently Um, because I don't want to see him in a Red Sox uniform. I don't want to see him in a Dodgers uniform. I don't want to see him in a Mets uniform. I don't want to see him in an Astros uniform. He's got to be a Yankee. If they don't give him money, I don't know what this would all be for. This is Cashman's year to solidify his legacy with the Yankees, and the World Series will do it. He, these acquisitions that he made this year were really freaking solid. Really solid. And, I, I mean, you have Donaldson, and you have Kalefa, um, and you have several others, which they're, 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 the, the, the holes in the hitting are Hicks. <coughs> But he's kind of coming around a little bit. And the other hole would be um, Gallo. Sorry. But even he's coming around. I mean, these guys are just playing really well. The, the lineup's been changing. 
you know, uh, Boone is managing. It's just clicking right now. You just got to keep the momentum ahead. The midpoint of the season is right around the corner. (coughs) Try to suppress a cough, but it doesn't work. It just comes anyway. (coughs) I don't have a cough button. But yeah, I haven't even been down to a game yet. I want to go so bad. And if you want to go to a Yankee game, hit me up. Because I want to go, like, in the worst way. I want to go to, like, ten of them. I want to see every one of them pitch. But yeah. Let's go Yankees. So, once again, uh, Harry Styles is on... uh, the top of the charts as it was number one billboard hot 100 last week number one and the four weeks before that number one six weeks total at number one ten weeks on the chart as it was jack harlow coming in number two with first class wait for you future featuring drake and thames Running up that hill. Kate Bush. And if you don't know who Kate Bush is, here you go.
So yeah, that was Kate Bush. That song came out in 1985. It's uh, making the charts again because it was used in the Netflix show Stranger Things. And I kind of heard what it was used for. Is I think it was to like bring a character back into reality or something. I don't know. I have not watched Stranger Things since the first episode of season one, whatever, five years ago. I have nothing against it, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what you fruits are into. Fucking Stranger Things season four. I don't know. I have no connection to it. I, I don't hate it at all by any means. You know, it's making a lot of noise. I think it's the number one most viewed thing on Netflix now. Um, I think it was supposed to kind of be like a, not the Goonies. I don't know. Some fucking fruity thing. I don't know what the fuck it is. But yeah. Kate Bush. Top of the charts. Number four right now. Um... What you should be watching on Netflix is the Norm MacDonald special, um, which he recorded before his uh, sad departure from life. So if you haven't seen that, go watch it. Um, if you want betting advice, same game parlay. You could do hits, number of hits, over, under, There's tons of options, guys, so get an app. If you want some help, um, get at me. You know how to reach me. Um, It's a fun way to make 40 bucks, whatever. Um, Yeah. There's... Um, I just want to get the name of the Norm Macdonald special. Nothing special is the name of it. Um, and Norm's, I can't say this enough, Norm's sitcom, Norm, or the Norm Show, is on YouTube, the full series. Go watch that as well. Um, George Carlin documentary I watched, liked it very much. Big fan of Carlin. Um, there's a lot of comedy stuff out there. Some I watched, some it's just too much. But uh, that's what I've been doing. Um, right now, I want to eat something, but I'm not that hungry, and I have not much to eat. That doesn't involve like warming things up, and I'm all about convenience when I want a little snack. That's why having some like like deli meats and cheese around is such a great idea. That of which I have none. Um, And I know there's nothing open by me. So I'm not even going to think of having a little snack somewhere else. So I will stay starved. And um, stay hungry. And you stay hungry. Hungry for life. Thanks for listening. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go. Peace.